1: Hello, I'm David Freeman Weff. Is that really in the Bible? Have you ever asked the question, why do so many people go to church on Sunday? I mean, it is a, it's, a, it's a logical question to ask, by the way. I mean, it really is. Why is it that so many people go to church on Sunday? The reason I ask that question is because it's not the Sabbath. Sunday is not the Sabbath. The Sabbath is the seventh day of the week. Sunday is actually the first work day of the week. You know, don't, don't take my word for it. Just look it up in the dictionary. Look up the word Sunday, and it will tell you that it's the day that most people go to church on, and that's true. But it will also tell you it is the first day of the week. It's the first work day of the week. Then look up the word Saturday, and it will tell you it's the seventh day of the week. But uh, like I said, Sunday is not the Sabbath. Now, my parents kept the seventh day Sabbath, which is Saturday. And no, they're not, they're not Jews, okay? Just get that thought out of your head. They're not Jews. But they honored and kept the seventh day Sabbath. And they looked at the Sabbath as it was a day that you did, you, you rested. It was a day of rest. It was a day that you didn't do your own thing. You quit working on that day. You took a break. It was a day of disconnect and connectivity with God. It's a day that you connect with God. And just like an overloaded receptacle you ever seen people plug in about 10 things into one receptacle all right today you just unplug all that and connect with god and so i am grateful that i had this example in growing up even though as a child as a teenager i didn't keep the Sabbath. i didn't care anything about that but they had that example for me of every seventh day they would rest often they would go to church And uh, it was a beautiful example that made an impression on me. Let's take a look at Exodus 20 and verse 9. It says, six days shall you labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it you shall not do any work, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your manservant, nor your maidservant, nor your cattle, nor the stranger that is within your gate. So this is also a day that you let your workers have a break also. Uh, You don't allow them to work on this day, the seventh day of the week. So did you notice that it says six days shall you labor? What are you supposed to be doing on the first work day of the week, which is Sunday? Well, the scripture just said six days shall you labor. You're not supposed to be sitting around doing nothing. You're supposed to be laboring on the first work day of the week. And what are you supposed to be doing on the seventh day? Well, it says it's a Sabbath. You rest. You don't work on that day. Now, let me tell you something. This is not a suggestion. I don't know if you realize this or not, but this is the fourth commandment. We're dealing with the commandments of God here. This is not a suggestion. Do you think don't steal is a suggestion? Do you think don't kill, that God's just you know, wasting his breath, don't commit adultery? Do you think that's just a suggestion? No, these are commandments of God, and the Sabbath day is the fourth commandment. The first four tell you how to love God, and the last six tell you how to love your fellow man. Okay, the importance of the Sabbath day. Why do I think it's important? You know, why can't we just choose any day we want to? Why the seventh day? Why a particular, specific day? let's take a look at this and maybe we can answer this question. Genesis 2 and verse 1. It says, Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. Now, question here. Did God need to rest? I don't think so. I think this is an example for us. Okay, let's continue on. And God blessed the Sabbath day and sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his work which God had created and made. In other words, the Sabbath day is a day that you sort of kick back and maybe you think about everything that you've accomplished for the last six days. And you reflect on that and you look and you think, boy, this is great, this is good. You know, you sort of measure your accomplishments as you go through the week and you rejoice that you have a day off that you can reflect on the goodness of God The mercy of god the gentleness the kindness of god and all the blessings that god has given you now did you notice it says that god sanctified this day that word means to make holy he took the seventh day blessed it and made it holy now only god can make time holy okay man cannot make time holy the pope cannot make time holy okay and the reason i mention that is because some of you may not know this but In the Catholic doctrines, they have something called, you know, the binding and loosening of law. And they actually believe that the Pope has the authority to bind Sunday as the official universal day of worship and loose the Sabbath day. And that's exactly what, if you know anything about history, that's exactly what occurred. Yes, the Pope bound Sunday as the official day of worship, the universal day of worship for everybody. That's what the word Catholic means, universal. And uh, and loose the fourth commandment. Now, anybody with three brain cells in their, in their head should know that no man has the authority to loose any one of the Ten Commandments. I mean, that's just not right. You don't do that. I don't care who you think you are. You don't do that. Even, even if you're the Pope, you don't do that. Okay. Now, some people will ask me, why don't you go to church on Sunday? Simple answer, I'm not Catholic. It's the only authority for Sunday keeping, by the way, the Catholic Church. That's the reason I don't go to church on Sunday. I'm not Catholic. If you go to church on Sunday, you are accepting the authority of the Pope and the church. And you're saying, you're agreeing. You're saying, yes, he has the authority. He had the authority to change that day, to dismiss the fourth commandment, and to incorporate the first work day of the week as the universal day of worship. You are agreeing to that okay all right some people are you know the importance of the sabbath here just how important is the sabbath now let me let me mention something here some of you may not know this but the first commanded assembling in other words i guess you could say church service comes two thousand years later you know where did adam and eve go to church well the the what's amazing is you know the book of genesis is two thousand years long and finally in the book of exodus exodus 12 and verse 16 you read of the first commanded assembling of people together actually it was the first day of unleavened bread one of god's feast days but two thousand years in history goes by before you read about the first commanded assembling together so When I talk about how important is the Sabbath, it's more important than going to church. I can guarantee you that. Because what did these people have for 2,000 years? Where did they go to church? Well, what they had was the seventh-day Sabbath, a point of disconnect and reconnecting with God. You disconnect from your life, and you connect with God. That's what they had every seventh day, every Sabbath, every Saturday, a A continuation of of disconnecting from my life and reconnecting with God. So it's important. All right, the Sabbath had also a beginning. We just read about that creation. I mean, that's where you first read about the Sabbath. What's interesting is the Sabbath does not have an ending. Let's prove that in Isaiah sixty-six and verse twenty-two. Isaiah sixty-six and verse twenty-two. For as a as the new heaven. Now let me break in here. This is talking about the millennial reign of Christ. This is after the return of Jesus Christ. This is after the establishment or during the establishment of the government of God on this earth. His reign, his millennial reign, 1,000 years on this earth. The rule of God. A theocracy is coming. Yeah. And This is what it says about it. It says, for as the new heavens and a new earth, actually, this is beyond that. This is actually beyond the millennium when you have a new heaven and a new earth. This is after the second resurrection also, I would say. All right. For as the new heavens and the new earth, which I will make, shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your seed and your name remain. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another and from one Sabbath day to another shall all flesh come to worship before me, says the Lord. Now, this is something you want to take note of when something is this significant. In other words, it has a beginning, the Sabbath creation, but it doesn't have an end. You want to take note of this. This is saying this is very, very important the Sabbath day. Well, let's fill in between here. Okay, it has a beginning, has no end. What's in the middle? All right. what did Jesus think about the Sabbath? What did Jesus say about the Sabbath? Well, let's read it in Matthew 12 and verse 8. He said, For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath day. That's right. Jesus said that he is Lord of the Sabbath day. Now, there's all kinds of preachers out there that will tell you Sunday is the Lord's day. Now, I don't know if they're just ignorant of what Jesus said or what, but Jesus said, no, the Sabbath is the Lord's day. Who are you going to believe, your preacher or Jesus? I mean, take your pick. And You want to believe your preacher? Okay, go ahead. I'd rather believe in Jesus, what he said. Jesus said he is Lord of the Sabbath day. Notice Luke 4 and verse 16. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was he went into the synagogue on the sabbath day and stood up for to read yeah that's right jesus was a jew he kept the seventh day sabbath well what did paul think of the sabbath day the apostle of grace oh i know he dismissed that old sabbath law well let's take a look in acts 17 and verse 2 and paul as his manner was went in unto them And three Sabbath days reasoned with them out of the Scripture. This is fascinating. Paul kept the Sabbath. Well, why? What else? What other day do you think he would keep? I mean, they've been keeping it for 4,000 years here. It it was just part of the, the commandments of God. Of course, they were keeping the Sabbath. Of course, the Apostle Paul kept the Sabbath day. In fact, the New Testament church kept the Sabbath day. Take a look at Acts 13 and verse 43. Now, when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who, speaking to to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. Okay, continue in the grace of God. A lot of people have, uh, have accused me of frustrating the grace of God because I talk about keeping the Sabbath day. Well, you're frustrating the grace of God, which is about the stupidest thing I ever heard of. You know, some of the comments that religious people can make don't even make any sense. I mean, they just like, I don't even know why they say it. But anyway, all right, let's continue on here. Verse 44, And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. Now, if Paul was keeping Sunday, why didn't he just say, Oh, uh, don't, have, don't worry about coming back the next Sabbath day. Just come back tomorrow on Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. No. Why did he tell them to come back the next Sabbath day? Because there was no such thing as the Lord's Day. There's no such thing as Sunday worship. They kept the Sabbath. Now, how did the change take place from Sabbath to Sunday? Because it is a fact of history, by the way. It's not a biblical fact. It's a fact of history. Uh, A lot of people think Jesus changed the day. You know, I've heard, well, Jesus uh, rose from the dead on Sunday, therefore we worship on Sunday. The problem is no such instructions are in the Bible. It's okay if you want to believe that, you know, but as far as changing the day of worship, there's no instructions in the Bible about that. You see, you must base your beliefs on the authority of God's Word. I mean, that's really all you have. One day God's going to ask you, why did you do the things that you did? And I hope you're going to be able to say, right here it is, fourth commandment, you know, keep my Sabbath day. I hope you're going to be able to say that. You can't build your faith on assumptions, can you? Are you building your faith on assumptions? Do you just, you know what that word means, you break it down? I can't say it on this program, but it means it makes a a rear end out of you and me both. But you you don't build your faith on assumptions. Well, I think Jesus rose from the dead on a Sunday, and I just think he changed the day of worship to Sunday. That's an assumption, okay? You can't build your faith on assumptions. It's got to be based on the authority of God's word. Now, if there was a scripture that said, you know, if Jesus said, okay, boys, we're changing the day of worship to Sunday, hey, I'd go along with it. The problem is no such scripture exists. Listen to this offer, and I'll be right back.
0: Does it matter which day you worship God on? The fourth commandment says, six days shall you labor, but the seventh day of the week is God's Sabbath day. For nearly 2,000 years, people have disagreed about which day, Saturday or Sunday, is the Christian day of weekly worship. Is this an important issue or does it really matter when the Christian performs his worship activities? The crux of the matter is simply this, Who are you obeying when you present yourself before God to worship Him? Get the facts by ordering Sunday Worship, How Sunday Worship Really Came About. Order by writing to Church of God, Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia, 24151. That's Church of God, Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia. Two four one five one. Also, visit us on the web at isthatreallyinthebible.org.
1: Be sure and order that material. This material here I want to offer you. It's free of charge. Sunday worship. How Sunday worship really came about. This is what I'll send you is a complete package. Here's another brochure right here. Roman Catholic and Protestant confessions about Sunday. What they actually admit. In other words, many people don't know that the Catholic, the higher-ups in the Catholic Church will say, okay, if we were to go by the Bible, we would have to keep the seventh-day Sabbath. That's what they say. Now, you might say, well, what you mean they don't go by the Bible? Well, they go by the Bible, but they also go, go by church tradition, church fathers, uh, and they also believe in the primacy of Peter, the authority of the Pope, that the Pope has the power to bind and loose God's law, he can bind Sunday as official day of worship, and he can loose the seventh day Sabbath. That's by their own confession, by the way. Um, the Bible Sabbath, seventh day or first day. All right, that's another brochure. And whatever happened to the Sabbath is a third brochure. Also, also, I want to. I don't have it here, but I also want to offer you with that package a free. Uh, DVD entitled Excuses for Not Keeping the Sabbath. You see here's the thing <clears throat> if God starts to convict you of the Sabbath day now it's not easy I mean I, I rebelled against that when God first started putting the screws down on me I didn't want to keep the Sabbath I mean I didn't uh, truth of the matter is I didn't want to do anything God told me to do but, but you know, when, if God starts to convict you of the Sabbath day and you start asking religious people or you ask your preacher he's going to give you a list of proof text scriptures about why it's not important and why you don't have to keep it and for that reason i created a series of it's probably i don't know how many points it is 12 points excuses for not keeping the sabbath you're going to hear every one of these excuses um here's just a few uh uh, you can keep any day you want to. That's one excuse. You know, a lot of people reason, well, it doesn't have to be the seventh day. I can keep any day I want to. All right, that's one excuse. Two, uh, I keep every day as a Sabbath. That's another thing you'll hear. Every day is the Sabbath. And I'm thinking, okay, when do you, when do you work? If every day is the Sabbath. Uh, Jesus is my Sabbath. That's another excuse. Uh, the Sabbath was given between God and Israel. So it's not important to us. That's another excuse. Jesus rose from the dead on a Sunday. That's another excuse, people, you. Sunday is the Lord's day. That's another excuse. Time has been lost. You'll hear that one. So we just, we're all in ignorant bliss. We just can't know which day it is, you know. And another one is the early church met on the first day of the week. That's another excuse. So I go through and debunk every one of these excuses. That, and there's many more. I just listed a few. But you need to get, the, I'll send that to you also, excuses for not keeping the Sabbath. Because you're going to need that as ammunition because you're going to get it, you're going to get knocked down if you start trying, if you get serious about keeping the Sabbath and you begin to ask religious people, it's, there's no end to the excuses that they have for not keeping the Sabbath. Now, why do I think the Sabbath is important? Well, how about this one? Because God says so. It's the fourth commandment. I mean, If that's not enough to get your attention, I don't know what is. But another reason I think it's important is because it's an identifying sign. Have you ever wondered what happened to all the people that you read about in the Bible? Uh, for example, the 12 tribes of Israel. Whatever happened to them? Where did they go? What became what, what, what become of them? All these tribes that you read about in the Bible? Now, if I mention, there is one tribe, if I mention the tribe of Judah, you immediately know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Jews. And the reason we can still identify the tribe of Judah, you know, the rest of them we can't identify. Ephraim, Manasseh, you know, all the Joseph, I you mean, know, they, they, they've been lost. But the reason we can identify uh, the Jews, the tribe of Judah, is because they never broke with the Sabbath. The Sabbath is an identifying sign that identifies God's children. It really does. Ezekiel twenty and verse twenty says, "And hallow my Sabbaths, and they shall be a sign between me and you, that you may know that I am the Lord your God." I mean, this is incredible. Here, the Sabbath is an identifying sign that identifies the God that you serve. Let me repeat that. The Sabbath is an identifying sign that identifies the God that you serve. In other words, the God that I serve is the God that has the authority to tell me what to do. Now I know that a lot of this has been tough, I mean, because we live in a Sunday-keeping world. <clears throat> and everywhere you look, and a lot of people would say, well, why is it important? I don't see the, the importance of it. But you know, if God says to do something, especially when it comes to the 10 Commandments, I mean, you know, most Christians believe in keeping, I think, nine of the 10 Commandments. I don't know of any Christian that would really argue with, don't steal, don't commit adultery, don't, you know, it's, it's don't honor your father and mother. I don't know of any Christian that would actually say that. I mean, most Christians don't have a problem with nine of the ten commandments. It's only this one, which is the fourth commandment. And remember, the first four commandments of God tell you how to love God. The last six tell you how to love your fellow man. But all of them together is to love God you know, with all your heart and mind and to love your fellow man also when Jesus said that I mean he was summarizing all of the Ten Commandments because the commandments tell you the first four tell you how to love God the last six tell you how to love your fellow man and to to excuse one to say the Sabbath is not important you know you're really um, treading on thin ice to say that to think that it's not important to God and to think that there's not a blessing associated with keeping the sabbath i don't have time to turn up to all these scriptures but there's scriptures that talks about the sabbath that says look you keep my sabbath and i will cause you to ride upon the high places of the earth i will bless you with the heritage of jacob i mean you know there's a lot of blessings connected with keeping the sabbath and honoring the sabbath and the thing about it is we have lost so much knowledge and information by the break with the sabbath You know very quickly in in church history the Sabbath was abandoned for Sunday worship the first day of the week and the holy days of God were abandoned for Christmas and Easter and those two the Sabbaths and the holy days in fact the holy days are referred to as God's Sabbaths plural not just the weekly Sabbath but the annual holy days of God but the breaking off of that those two things the sabbath day and the holy days has led us to the religious condition that people are in today where they are just basically they are ignorant of god's plan god's purpose for their life what's it all about why did god create me you know what is god doing through mankind i mean the holy days reveal what god is doing through mankind and we go back again to the book of Genesis and we realize the importance of the Sabbath. At the first church service, you don't even read about it until 2,000 years later, but what they had was the seventh-day Sabbath that always kept them mindful of who God was and who God is and what God is doing, a day of connecting up with God. Now I want to tell you something, the Sabbath is important. and. One day, you will have to answer to God why you didn't keep it. One day, God's going to ask you, why did you go to church on Sunday? And um, I don't know what your answer is going to be, but I know what my answer is going to be when God said, why did you keep my Sabbath? I'm going to point to the fourth commandment and say, well, because you said so. And I think that's good enough. And that's what's really in your Bible.
0: Does it matter which day you worship God on? The fourth commandment says, six days shall you labor, but the seventh day of the week is God's Sabbath day. For nearly 2,000 years, people have disagreed about which day, Saturday or Sunday, is the Christian day of weekly worship. Is this an important issue or does it really matter when the Christian performs his worship activities? The crux of the matter is simply this, Who are you obeying when you present yourself before God to worship Him? Get the facts by ordering Sunday Worship, How Sunday Worship Really Came About. Order by writing to Church of God Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia, 24151. That's Church of God Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia. 24151. Also, visit us on the web at Is that really